Mine already went out, man. You said these don't ever go out. They don't. If you know how to smoke right. Some people are highfalutin and can figure out prices of cigars, but they can't smoke for shit. Some people. <laughs> oh, some people. I'm just going to give this the number four torch. <laughs> hey, kids, remember not to burn your tobacco. <laughs> There's a story inside every smoke shop with every cigar and with every person. Come be a part of the cigar lifestyle at Boveda. This is Box Press. Welcome to another episode of Box Press. I'm your host, Rob Gagne. And I'm your other host, Nate Beck. Yeah, and we have no sponsors. So there's no sponsors to rattle off, but obviously it's produced by Boveda. So guess what? Keep your cigars fresh, protected with Boveda. That's Boveda. all we're going to say. All right? Do it. Head over to bovedinc.com. If you want to save 10% and you want free shipping, subscribe and save. It's the easiest way to do it. Get it shipped to you every Simple. three months. You don't even have to think about it. Do it. All right? That's all we have to say about that. That's it. Coming off of last week, well, we just dropped it today. We're pre-recording this. So what you guys are listening to right now or should have been listening to is a segment on whether or not you can taste quality in a cigar. Nate and I did four cigars from $5 to $35 and everything in between, and we decided you can taste quality. You can really taste quality. You can taste quality. Yeah, you can. So then that got us thinking, big brother, little brother, or big sister, little sister, I don't care what you call it, but there is always going to be probably in a decent cigar brand's lineup, a very premium stick and a very budget-friendly stick. Yes. With this brand... Mm. We didn't go very budget-friendly at all. <laughs> kind of not. But it's still uh-huh. interesting because there is a $12 price point between these two, and we want to know if there's a difference. Can you taste quality between Big Brother, Little Brother, and how much of that quality should you pay attention to? Because sometimes right. you can't always have a Padron 1964, and you got to just pick up the 5000 series and call it good. Absolutely. And sometimes you want that because yes. You're going to have a lot of your day that can't be focused on savoring, uh analyzing, appreciating, you know, subtle uh unique flavor notes or complexities. You might be the kind of guy like me or you Rob where we want to light a cigar, smoke it in the car on the way to work. And right. it doesn't have to be too complicated. It just needs to taste good. Out mowing the lawn. Yes. I always have a cigar in when I'm mowing the lawn. Yep. And that is the last place I want a Pedro 1964. Totally. I don't want an expensive cigar when I'm just mowing the lawn. But I love the flavor of a good cigar mm-hmm. while I'm doing the stuff I like to do outside. So let's I, get into it's it. It's like me with my snowblower. Yeah, me too. Uh-huh. You and I both snowblow. Uh-huh. And smoke cigars. And those of it's you amazing. that have watched us uh, for a while will remember when we discussed the Chikar, the the holder that allows you to smoke your cigar all the way down to the end. Both Rob and I loved it. They make uh, an add-on that is a silicone ring with a fairly stout magnet on it. With that ring, I can just stick my cigar onto the snowblower. So I'm not using both hand grips and crushing my cigar in between puffs because usually I got to wear a nice big pair of Minnesota choppers. Yeah, man. And I can smoke my cigar with those, but I just pop it on the uh, yeah. snowblower and away I go. It's awesome. Yeah. But after Phenomenal. I'm done, then I want to smoke the Big Brother. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. And these two are two heavy hitters. Mm -hmm. We are going straight for United Cigars, and we are picking up two cigars. We've pre-smoked these, and now we're smoking them again. So we've kind of already done our tasting notes on these. And uh, to be honest, I couldn't find mine in my in my notebook over here. So, uh, but uh, it's, right it's really evident, and I remember everything I said. And if I don't, I'll make it up as I go because I make up flavor notes all the time. You know what we rely on in those moments, Rob? What? Unagi. Unagi. Yes, the unagi. <laughs> I will tap into my unagi and tell you all about these cigars. That's two for two on friends references. That's great, though. I, I love that. All right. Got to keep this train rolling. So we got two cigars from United. The first one is from the Bandolero series. Uh, the Bandoleros, that is basically the bandits that were taking tobacco out of Spain because Spain was ridiculous in prices, and then they were making cigars and bringing them back. Mm-hmm. So they're called the Bandoleros. Kind of cool, cool name. Yeah, very cool name. This cigar that we're actually smoking, I got to scroll down. It is the... Series A, it comes in right around like 14, 15 bucks retail. Yep. And the size that we're smoking is the four and a half by 54. Not a huge size, but dang, is it good. Tasty. Wrapper is Ecuadorian and everything else is undisclosed except for Peruvian Seiko in the filler. Cool. Which I kind of hate that they do that, but you know, whatever. Oh, that they they don't give us everything yeah, and man, they only like give us a couple know. things. I know. I like to know. Wouldn't you think? That wouldn't you say? Pisses me off sometimes. That that's happening more often. And I think it was because of FDA regulations and all sure. that other crap. But it just undisclosed is so like, like as soon as I read that, I'm like, oh, thanks a lot for nothing. <laughs> God. As Rob chucks his cigar across the room. <laughs> In a fit of rage because he's I will had not it. enjoy this cigar because I don't know what is disclosed. Nothing about this is good anymore. Just kidding. Done with you. I will enjoy it, but man, I'd sometimes like to like, you know, see some similarities like, oh yeah, you gravitate towards Habanos or you gravitate, you know, and really what does that mean? Does it really mean anything? I don't know. This is not only the little brother in our little brother, big brother with the next cigar that we're going to talk about, but it's also the little brother in the same family as our $35 cigar from the episode that we dropped two weeks ago. Our episode on how can you taste quality, because as Rob said, we are pre-recording this. Our $35 cigar was the Alfonso, which is also made by United Cigars and Selected Tobaccos. And Rob and I were both blown away by that cigar. And this Mm. is tasting fantastic. Often when you pick up a cigar like this, and this holds true for both of these two cigars that we're smoking today, they are so firm like and so yes. well packed that you would expect in any other cigar that you're going to have trouble getting a good draw as you smoke this cigar and it couldn't be further from the truth yeah i was pinching after we cut the caps which were like you cut it and you go you're like oh my god and i was like what yeah i thought you screwed up and you're no. like no no look how like just crisp like it's show, like glass show so, the camera that it's so crisp you can there's see no that. flakes and it's just Perfect. There's no major spaces. It's just, it looks like you literally chopped like a candy roll Absolutely. in half. It's perfect. And I will admit, it's one of the things I really enjoy in a cigar when I cut that cigar. And it's often in a little more expensive cigars because they're uh, they're crafted better. They There's 
generally more tobacco. They still have a great draw. But I love it when I cut a cigar and it's absolutely clean across. Yeah. And I always have a thing. Uh, I often do it on my watch, sometimes on the table. I'll just lightly tap to get any loose bits of tobacco. And this cigar had nothing. Phenomenal cigar. The, the construction on the outside looks great. I mean, minimal veins. If you compare it to our other cigar, the Byron Reserva 3 Años, mm-hmm. I don't know if I can really tell a whole lot of a difference. Color is very similar. Very similar. Talk about the flavor of the Bandolero. I get like this very meaty, like just hearty flavor. Sure. I, and I love it. I, I noticed on the cold draw, for this particular cigar, it tasted like gourmet chocolate-covered cherry. As a kid, chocolate-covered oh. cherries at the holidays were one of my favorite treats. I loved them. But it combines all of those notes that you often get in cigar tobacco. Uh, a fruity note, sometimes it's raisin, sometimes it's dried cherry, sometimes it's, you Holy know, crap. prune. Off the foot, it smells like cinnamon. Yeah. Oh. But it's like a gourmet chocolate-covered cherry. It's creamy. For $15, this is a banger of a stick. Mm -hmm. Banger. Like the aroma coming off of it, the flavor of it, the whole, ugh. I I would buy a box of these, hands down. It tastes like chocolate. It's creamy. Oh, it's so good. It just has this kind of meaty, backbone-y kind of like. Yeah. Like it's got body. This, this is a perfect example of like when you think of like what does body mean? Now, when we go to the Reserva Años, three Años, mm-hmm. less body, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Much less body. That mouthfeel. This is yeah, just. Yeah, mouthfeel is a good word. Like it yeah. feels, this feels almost syrupy. Mm-hmm. The smoke does. Whereas this feels a little more light and delicate. And here is a trick because I can already tell that my bandolero is heating up because I'm getting so excited. So the nice thing is, is just smoke another cigar at the same time if you're very excitable, like me. <laughs> and make it the Byron Reserva Three Años and do this with us uh, because that's our big brother. This sucker's coming in at, I think... I think $28. $28, bucks, 30 bucks, depending upon where you're at. Depending on your state and what the twelve dollars is technically are. A, like you could literally buy two bandoleros or you could just say, Well, I'm gonna buy uh-huh. one Byron. Totally. So what's what's the difference here? Just spectacular. Again, look at that just perfect and cap. It's just if you're listening to us on podcast uh platform, you can easily see these images over at YouTube. But just know that there's a little bit more sheen in the Byron. I feel of the wrapper. Oh, dude, the retrohale is so different. It's so good. Oh, my gosh. And there's a sweetness to the retrohale in this. Sorry there, I got a little excited. That isn't in the bandolero. Yeah. But yet, we still talked about a candy, mm-hmm. but it's just different. Mm-hmm. What is it? Like, I don't understand what it is, but it's different. Mm. It's way more rounded, and there's no, like, like the bandolero had, like, this great, like, haha, this is what you're mm-hmm. tasting, and I... I don't know what I'm necessarily getting out of the Again, I go back to beverages a lot. This would be the same wine right fresh from the vineyard or off the liquor store shelf. The Bandolero. The Bandolero. This has been sitting in your cellar for five to eight years. The Byron. The Byron. So it just kind of mellows out? Everything is softer. Yeah, it is. 
Here's what I will say about that, though. There is a stark difference, but are either one of them, like, disappointing? No. Mm-mm. Right. So then, at this point, my money is on the Series A. Because I just get more out of it. On the Bandolero. On the Bandolero, Series yeah. A. I, yep. I just get more out of it. I don't know what it is about that that I'm just like, dang, that's good. I might agree with you on that. It might make a real difference if we were smoking one of the other sizes of the Byron or one of the other sizes of the Bandolero. Because the blends will make a difference in different sizes. Yeah, what size are... Okay, we have... For the Byron, we have the... I'm going to butcher it, but it's the red label, and it is 52 by 5 inches. Mm -hmm. So we were trying to kind of stick in the same vein, although they do make a 50 by 4 inch. That would probably be more similar to the Bandolero, but uh, the Byron series has four sizes. Same thing, I think, with the Bandolero. I think the Bandolero was also four. Yep. Yep. Four Vitolas. Vitolas. If we're going to geek out. And they're both like, okay, Ecuadorian shade on the Byron. Undisclosed, undisclosed. Nicaraguan and Peruvian Lajero. And Rob, let them know also they list on the United Cigars website how many years each of these sizes was aged. So mm. over there under Vitolas, how... How many years oh, of age after rolling did this cigar sit? Oh, I just got this uh, Byron too hot, and it was like a bitter. So this is the Poemas, bitter. I believe is the size. The Poemas, right? Yeah. Number two there? Three years. Three years aging on this. But then all the other ones, which is funny, all the other ones are four years. Two of them are four years, and one of them is five. Because the Grand Poemas mm-hmm. is five years. So I wonder if that would like... You know, tick up like a different flavor profile. I bet it will. I bet it would. So then you have to do this again. We have to do this again with like the other ones. Oh man, shoot! <sighs> it's such a rough job that we have. But you know, maybe maybe we'll do it. I don't know if others of you maybe out there struggle you every morning, yeah. rolling out of bed, yeah, and coming into a job that is such a chore. I. Mm. I I, I mm. guess we, I guess it's the cross we have to bear. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm fine with it. We'll help you guys out. We'll smoke mm-hmm. them for you. The Byron has that same kind of like cinnamony uh, off the foot, and it's just so like mouthwatering. It's just amazing. Mm. And a good amount of like oil is happening. I feel the like buildup. Parade princess. Yeah. I do have a little bit of an uneven burn, but I struggled with lighting the Reserva. It went out on me. Nate says they don't ever go out because they're such good quality, but he's a liar. Yeah, I'm fine with that. <laughs> Pretty little liar you are. Uh-huh. Another cross I bear, a completely inept smoker to my left over here. Hey, what flavors do you have? Uh, how about Rice Krispie Treats and some gummy bears? And then Nate goes, uh, freshly wrong cut garden hose. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Psalm. A brand new, a brand new can of tennis balls. You do have a big, um, schnoz, not from a perspective of like anatomy, 
but like smell wise because mm-hmm. we were at the club the other day uh-huh. and derek lit a candle the club club caraway private club in minneapolis that we're members of and he lit a candle and he was in the other room and like within seconds nate was like oh what's that and derek's like what scent he's like what what you smell that I'm like yeah what is yeah. it yeah he's like i just lit that and i said yeah my my wife actually just got mm. me for valentine's day like tobacco uh soap like and i i feel like they always miss the mark it's they never kind of what it mark. smells like or like no. it's never what is advertised i want it to smell like this uh-huh which is like cinnamon uh-huh. spicy yep. like leathery chocolatey goodness one of the only things that ever smells exactly like it's supposed to is uh any of those grandpa's pine tar soap like the black bars Oh and yeah, you open up pine the, tar. Yeah, and you open up the package and you're like, hello. Yeah, can I get another version of your spruce, please? Yeah, that one's totally different than the other one. Literally, you're like, you know, Not. you get out of the shower and suddenly you're one of the characters from Frozen or something like that. Oh, yeah. You're talking with, an, you know, a Swedish accent. Yeah. <laughs> murty, murty, murty. Bandolero does have a bit of a piney, sprucey, kind of woody note to it. Oh, for sure, woody. I love the woody flavor. I think maybe that's what's jumping out at me that is the big difference between these two. You had mentioned sort of a meatiness. I bet yeah. you that's part of that. Yeah. Almost kind of like a, a, the amazing smell that comes off a barbecue smoker. You know, it's a it's a rich mixture of whatever meat you're cooking plus the wood smoke and then whatever else is in the air. It's just, it's awesome. Oh, mm. Smoked meats. Mm. Uh, we might have to go to Baker's. For lunch, Texas barbecue. Oh, yes. Anyways. Mm. I'm a big fan of this one. The Bandolero is banging. And For $14.50? Or, dude. There are a lot of cigars. It tastes better. Dude. In the $14, $15 range at any tobacco shop right now. And I'd put this up against any of them. I mean, this is a phenomenal value. Oh, yeah. You know, there are brands that their smaller Vitolas smoke exceptionally well because they're able to use those smaller top-of-the-plant leaves that can't make it onto a, a Toro or a Churchill. Right. But you can put it on a Robusto or a like a Petit And if Corona. they're on the top of the plant, that means they have more flavor. Mm-hmm. Yep. More nicotine, more flavor, more sun exposure. Right? And were you understanding that correctly? Yeah, you know what I think is interesting? The Byron says it has Nicaraguan and Peruvian Lajero in it. Oh. And. Which oftentimes Lajero is going to add uh, a decent amount of strength, but in this case, I don't. And in the. I don't tend to notice Bandolero, that. it says Peruvian Seiko. So maybe that's where you're kind of getting that really like woody flavor from the, the me- Seiko? The meatiness? I sure. don't know. That might be a good guess. Yeah. The wrapper mm. on the Bandolero says Ecuadorian, but then when you jump to the Byron, it says Ecuadorian shade. Oh. So I don't know what that does to flavor. So both are Ecuadorian. Yeah. But the Byron is an Ecuadorian shade. Correct. Anything that has shade in it, Connecticut shade, Ecuadorian shade, they literally grow it under a canopy of cheesecloth, basically, or like muslin. Or in Ecuador, it's just so it's much cloud. It's shaded by the, yeah. by the clouds. So much cloud yeah. cover, it's uh-huh. shade grown. Yep. Whoa, that was weird. I went back to the Bandolero, and I almost got like a, a chlorine pool taste. Right? Yeah, it wasn't that great. Interesting. But I don't know. I went from the Reserva, or the Byron, to the Bandolero. So maybe it's messing with my flavors. 
The bandolero is smelling on the foot now. It's smelling more woody than sweet cinnamon. Now That's I know that, away. you know, when somebody mentions a flavor, it often impacts your experience the next time you taste that or smoke that. I see what you mean about that chlorine, chlorine pool. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It is. It's, yeah, it is weird. It's like the, the woodiness is changing. Like, I wouldn't say it was a, like an off flavor, but it's, it certainly was something unique. Take everything that we're saying with a grain of salt, uh, because you may not have that experience. Plus, flavor is totally subjective. Mm-hmm. And if you decide to smoke both of these same cigars while watching this video, leave your tasting notes in the comments. Let yeah. us know what you think of the Bandolero and the Byron. Or if you're listening on podcast, shoot us a message at info at com. We'd love to hear from you. Mm. That Byron is... Yeah, now I'm getting a little bit of a mm. kind of meaty backbone to the Byron. A little bit back there. I kind of feel kind like of it's... Building a little bit? Yeah, like it's a little juicy steak. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a little juicy steak. A little porterhouse. Oh, remember those steaks we cooked when we went camping? Holy smokes. On the cast iron? Oh my gosh. Those prime New York strips. Rob and I went with a couple buddies ah. and did late fall camping, almost early winter, on the north shore of Lake Superior. If you haven't ever been winter camping, you, you owe it to yourself to try it. It's an amazing experience. But we cooked some skillet potatoes and about a pound of butter right on the open fire. <laughs> a whole stick. We just threw the whole stick in yeah, there. Yeah, it was like, a whole pound. Just go. And then New York strips <laughs> in cast iron, and it was pretty exceptional. That was one of the best steaks I've ever eaten. And I think it's also like the situation, right? Like warm food while you're camping is mm -hmm. really, really good. You probably haven't had anything to eat like that for a while, you know, at least 24 to 48 hours. We we'll make sure to find day. a picture and... Uh, well, it's on my Instagram. Oh, it will if include you go it. to Bovida underscore oh, Rob, yes. you can see the, the smoke or the heat coming off of the cast iron. The two steaks are right there. And then my face is just, uh, like <laughs> mouth open. <laughs> drool coming out of the side of my mouth and i'm just like i can't wait to eat these we it had to cook so we had good. to cook them in the steaks in two rounds in order to get enough heat in the cast iron skillet to do it yeah and, and by the time and you heated up the cast iron which was smart because you're yep. like hey before we put these back on mm -hmm. the cold steaks let's heat up the cast iron again i was get like oh hot. that was brilliant yep now by the time we made the second two steaks <laughs> you were done <laughs> completely done how was it, guys? Mm. 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 I didn't wait for you guys? No, because we told you to eat. We're going to get cold. Okay, good. That's was, just ridiculous. I don't, it was, even, I don't even remember. It was 24 degrees outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we go to all that work to make those steaks and have them be delicious, yeah, you know, right. and then sit on it while we make the other two take oh, another 10 minutes. They'd be ice cold. Phenomenal. The Bandolero has almost like a pencil. Mm. Like a pencil okay. wood note. Byron, not at all. Nope. All right, let me see. And it's interesting that that flavor note, like pencil lead or uh, the wood in a pencil, yeah, is one of those aromas that almost everybody can recall. Well, I wonder if the next generation will know because everything's oh, digital. That's a good point. Like we had to sharpen pencils, so like yeah, you know what that yes. smells like. Yes, like 
let's see if we can just slide this off. And if you're yep. anything like me as a kid, you were like, I need to go sharpen my pencil when it was perfectly sharpened. Uh-huh. Either A, just to get that smell, or B, because I don't want to do whatever I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> so, oh, I need to go sharpen my pencil. Okay. The classic stall tactic. Oh, God. I was the king of that. I got to go to the bathroom. Not now. I don't think I ever played in computer class. I don't think I ever played past the first round of Oregon Trail. On floppy disk? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I was always so slow at typing. Everyone else would be playing, and I'd be like, oh, and then I'd be distracted because I'd be looking at like, oh, what kind of things are you going to get at the store, and blah, blah, blah. And I was like just watching them play, and then I would finally get done, <laughs> and I'd put my floppy disk in, and the teacher would be like, all right, that's the end of class. <laughs> I'm like, no. Come on, man. I just got my wagon set. I'm trying to remember, Rob, like what was the really desirable model of Apple computer? Was it like the 2GS or the 2C? I'm trying oh, to remember no which... Idea. Which model was the... I didn't even know how to type on it. How would I know the name? <laughs> what is this? Well, that's a and keyboard. Rob, when you how do you use school, it? I don't know. Peck, 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 peck. We're just far enough apart in age. When I went to school, it was, what were they, five-inch floppy disks? The black ones oh, that that's were literally what I had. Flop? That's what you had? Okay. Because then they went to the... Technology budgets back then right, were not very high, right. so it was kind of like... Yeah, we bought these, and that'll serve for 10 years, and you're like, Then they really? went to the plastic ones that had the little metal slide you yes. could pull over and see the disc I remember inside. Those. Uh -huh. I remember those because those were like, whoa, look at this. So much more room. Now it's just in the cloud. Mm -hmm. Where, where's your homework? It's in the cloud. So can you even say your dog ate it? No. I'll, oh, you could just say the cloud consumed it. Yeah. Just erupted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cloud rained. Yep. Rain cloud. Yep. Homework's done. SpongeBob's got it. SpongeBob SquarePants got it. <laughs> Patrick. Byron? Yeah. Sorry. Oh, squirrel. Uh Doritos. What? Yeah. Like that corn. Not like Doritos flavored, but like Doritos like corn chips. Like just regular corn chips. Fritos. Fritos. Mm. Yeah. But for some odd reason, <coughs> I like went to Doritos. Paws. Fritos. That kind of like after flavor a little uh -huh. bit of the corn uh -huh. chip. All right. It was corn it was chip. good. But I, I kind of like, I was like, whoa, you saw my face. I was like, what? How did I get corn chips out of that? Nate's like, yeah, no, that's not there, buddy. Not so much for me. No. Yeah. Not yet. I got out of the Byron just now, I got some floral. Mm. But like Ooh, more that. of the green floral than like the flower floral. Yeah, like... Green plant. Yeah, like sort of if you have a, I guess they're maybe all called conservatories, but if you yeah. have a, you know, a local zoo that has a, a greenhouse, like our local zoo here in Minnesota is called the Como Zoo. And they have a beautiful conservatory and it has, you know, lots of different rooms. And one of those rooms is the fern room. Yeah. And it smells like greenery. So I will often say when I, and I think we've talked about this before, when, when floral comes up in cigars... I'll often say it's like walking through a garden. It's not just the flowers. It's also the herbs, the greens, or, you know, the, the leaves. Right. It's the, the soil or the mulch you have down. It oh. all kind of makes a floral. I went back to the bandolero. Mm -hmm. A lot of wood. Mm -hmm. A lot of wood, like oak wood, like fresh cut wood, like in a good way. It's very Really wood good way. Very woodsy, yeah. So if you like 
cedary, oaky, woodsy cigars. That Bandolero yeah. is going to be right up your alley. I think that Bandolero would give the uh, Davidoff Anniversary Number Two, Anniversario Number Two, a run for its money on the wood wood notes. And it's a very different smoking experience than that Davidoff Anniversario Number Two, because this doesn't have that prominent grassy hay quality to it. Sure, but it really, I think, goes over the top on the that woody quality. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing how you can get different flavors out of the types of tobaccos you blend. Unbelievable. I, we were talking about it earlier. Like, that's what made me get into cigars. Because it was like, oh my gosh, there's so many possibilities and so many options. And I won't be able to try them all before I die. You know what I'm getting now out of this, uh, Byron? Um, like, fine leather. Mm. Like the smell of walking into a leather shop or a, like a, a high-end shoe, shoe store. Tanned leather. Mm. Oh, fantastic. Oh, that cinnamon sweetness mm-hmm. is coming back from the Byron on the foot. Oh, God, it's good. Oh, yeah. Mm. Huge chlorine on the Bandolero when I came back from the Byron. There's got to be something in there that's like mm. fighting each other, that mm. flavor. That cinnamon and creaminess in this Byron is just out of sight. Are you uh, switching your preference? Oh, is I it being teased swayed? out of you? I don't know because this is such a good value. Oh, yeah. For the flavors that we're getting. Yeah, I'd hang out with either one of these brothers. I would too. And I think maybe I would probably pair the Bandolero with like, you know, barbecue. Mm-hmm. And the Byron would have to be like... It would go really well with like a seafood. If if you were or you are a fan of great scotch, great bourbon, mm, yes, this would be your jam. Bandolero? Yeah. Because that oakiness, that cedariness, if you had a bourbon that had a lot of vanilla sweetness, you know, that flavor that often comes off of oak, uh, that brown sugar, this would just be a flavor bomb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Yeah. I don't drink, but man. Right. I can see how that would work real well. Our good friend Charles, who has been on the on the show uh, on two separate occasions doing cocktail pairings, if you have seen those, brought in to our private cigar lounge or our private cigar club, Club Caraway, a coffee from Onyx Coffee Roasters. And it was a, I believe it was an anaerobic, natural processed Ethiopian coffee. And we are part of a coffee subscription called Fellow Drops. And Fellow is uh, a coffee company that predominantly makes coffee equipment. Grinders, gooseneck, uh, pour over kettles, uh, different equipment to to brew and make coffee. Mm -hmm. But they have this text service that is just awesome. And once a week on Tuesday, they drop a new coffee. I would say the majority of roasters come from the U.S., but they do some from Europe, some from other places. It's really, really unique. And they're usually in the, I'm going to say, 22 to $24 range plus shipping, and it's 2 to $4 shipping. So it's a nice treat. Well, this particular coffee, I think with shipping, came to $41 for Whoa. 10 ounces of coffee. Whoa. And he almost bought two bags and then looked at the price <laughs> and went, Ugh. no, I'll just get one. So he brought it into the lounge. And I missed it. It is... I have to th- I have to say it's the most exceptional coffee I've had in the last couple of years. And literally when you brought the cup up to your nose, 
it smelled like flowers. It smelled mm. like berries. It smelled like tangerine. It had all these layers. And that Byron would be amazing with that coffee. Did you guys uh, smoke with the coffee at we all? We did. Okay. I think the one that we ended up mostly smoking, the group of us that were down there, several of us had the Southern Draw Rose of Sharon. That's super creamy. Mm-hmm. They'd go great with that. Not overpower it. Bandolero would definitely not be one that I would pick with that. Mm-mm. I got that question today. When I got my hair cut, guy was like, knew I worked for Bovida, and he was like, hey, so do you have a favorite cigar? And I go, no. Mm-mm. He's like, what do you mean? It's like, it's, you know, it's kind of like food, you know, like, mm-hmm. are you craving burgers or are you craving pasta? I can't have a burger when I'm craving pasta. It's not going to suffice and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So I can't do that with cigars. Like if you're, if you're dying for some sushi, yeah. you are not going to have no. a porterhouse steak. No. That's just going to ruin the mood. So the same thing with cigars. I just mm-hmm. like, I'm in the mood for this type of flavor. Okay. Pick your cigars accordingly. I would say we probably could easily pick out a top five, like most enjoyable cigars we've had. We could probably put together a list like that. Don't you think? Maybe top 10. Yeah. I mean, I can do a top, but it's even then it's it's situational in what I've had. And there's so many things that I haven't had like these. Because do you include a top favorite cigar when you're mowing the lawn? Do you include a top cigar when you are sitting almost asleep at your favorite cigar lounge. Yeah. You know, which one do you want to smoke? Chuck, 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 wake up. Oh, there's burning a hole in your shirt again. (laughs) There's Captain Narcolepsy. I'm just so relaxed. Anybody have those people at your favorite cigar lounge that can literally fall asleep in the chair with the cigar in their mouth or in their finger and it's still there and they're not burning themselves with it? We got a couple at our local shop. Oh, yeah. Sometimes Derek's so quiet, I, wa- I check to see if he's asleep. <laughs> he is, with his eyes open. What are you doing right now, Derek? Oh, I was just sleeping. With my eyes open. Chris <laughs> Byron is. I mean, we're pretty much down to the, the final third, so what is it going to, what, what are you, where are you going? What are you doing? Which one are you going to say? Are we at that drum roll moment? Yeah, man. We're there. We've been there for a while. I think in this pairing, I think I'm going to side Little Brother. This is such a spectacular cigar for $14.50, $15 that I would smoke this all the time. Yeah. This is fantastic. I'm going to have to stick with the same Bandolero Mm -hmm. as well because, I don't know. Even though, I think I Mm. I was getting that off like chlorine. Cedar. Just awesome. Yeah. From Oak. the mixture. Yeah. So I think if I just smoke this, which I, I, I did earlier when we were smoking these, and the whole time I was just like, oh, this is so good. This would be a cigar that I would love to smoke alongside the sensory panel. Cigar Sense. Cigar Sense. Thank you. Cigar Sense. Excuse me. I would love to smoke this to figure out what wood are we tasting. There you go. That would be fun. Get the aroma wheel out. So, Franca, if you happen to see this... Bandolero. There you go. Four and a half by 52, right? I believe so. Yeah. That is the end of this podcast. And please like, subscribe. Let us know you're out there. Leave comments. If you're going to watch this, go over to YouTube. You can. If you didn't see the Can You Taste Quality, you owe it to yourself to go watch that light up a cigar. It's worth it. There's a box press every Friday being dropped. 
And so stay tuned because we have all of our PCA box press episodes being dropped every single Friday or every other Friday, I should say. And they are some really good interviews. I felt like it was one of my best interviewing segments. It's fantastic. I got a little excited. Like the first one that we dropped was the Cigars for Warriors. Uh-huh. And there are a couple of comments that they're like, dude, Rob, you're like all excited. I was, I was so energized by everyone yeah. at the show. It was just a ton of fun. So I apologize if it comes off too strong, but I was just feeling and vibing. Passionate. In the moment. I was yeah, I was passionate. I'm a passionate yep. person. Yep. So yeah. One of your most endearing qualities. Thank you. Yeah. And as always, if you need anything for that humidor, head over to bovadink.com, subscribe and save, get 10% off, as well as free shipping on any subscription. Thank you all for watching and have a great weekend. Thanks for joining us.